The saying goes, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. As a financial services consultant, I believe that to be true. For me, being a financial consultant is sharing my knowledge, skills, and experiences with others and watching them succeed in making their dreams become a reality. With a decade of family and business financial planning experience, I decided to leave behind the 9-to-5, high-rise, corporate grind for a more personal and flexible lifestyle. I am now able to aid in the success of my clients that I want to work with, while being the mother I always wanted to be. My firm, EDJ Consulting, specializes in small to medium-sized business bookkeeping and payroll processing. If you are a business owner or know someone who is and located in the U.S., please go visit emadon.com for a full list of professional services offered. Now, if you're a mom like me and looking for a more flexible professional career opportunity that you can do anywhere, anytime, maybe becoming a home bookkeeper is right for you. Pre-sales for the Home Bookkeeper Masterclass are now available under the resources page on my website, emmadon.com. This course includes everything you need to know about starting your own home bookkeeping business, from learning the number one accounting program to building your brand and gaining your first clients. Go visit emmadon.com today. The Mommy Wines Podcast is an MW Network and Emmadon production, brought to you by EDJ Consulting, Coffee Over Cardio, NakedWines.com, and Zaya Active. Well, hello, 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 wine moms. Welcome back to another episode of the Mommy Wines Podcast. I am your host, as always, Emma Dawn, and today is part two, the last stop, the finale episode with Maya from Baby Steps for Big Results. Now, I am so excited to allow you guys the listening pleasure of hearing the rest of her incredible episode. She was an awesome guest. So let's go ahead and get started in three, two, one. So really going backwards, it goes back to toxins, which is why I'm huge about just reducing it consciously. So like I use coconut oil for my lotion now. Oh, me too. Because, oh yay, because <laughs> your skin is your largest organ. So everything that goes on it goes into your bloodstream. So even sunscreen during the summer, I know it's winter right now, but just to be conscious for when summer comes, really look at the ingredients on the sunscreen because the ingredients we use now have been linked to cause cancer. Oh, geez. And so... So you're putting something on to yeah, avoid getting skin yes. cancer, and it's just going to what? Give is, you, like, tongue cancer? It's or? all part of the marketing, <laughs> which I am getting really tired of, is the deception that goes along with our products and our food and our our way of treating illness and disease because I have... I have friends now who have healed of diseases like cancer and reversed things like diabetes. And it's just sad to me that this isn't common knowledge. And so there is a lot of pushback when it comes to this naturalistic world kind of coming up and getting more attention in mainstream media. And so I don't know if you've 
become aware of that. But now that I'm in that world, I see that there's becoming this all of a sudden fear around like people going in this other direction. And so certain language is being used to create more fear or to feed into that's quackery, that's unscientific. (laughs) When for years, countries, I mean, Chinese medicine, for example, has been used for thousands and thousands of years. And it's just for decades, they've been healing people and reversing things. And they're among the healthiest in the world. I mean, blue zones, for example, are people among the healthiest in the world and they eat mostly plants. And they don't (laughs) age. And they don't have the stresses we have here. So that's another thing. So there's so many things like we could be conscious of, which is why I just want to help people do it little by little. Because it can be overwhelming. So I have like this kind of strange, well, I don't think it's strange. I've been doing it since forever. But I have this like skincare routine where at night I use coconut oil to remove my makeup. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'll use the coconut oil to, like, rub it around my face, and then I'll take, like, a warm, damp cloth and wipe it off, and, like, all of my makeup comes off. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, And then I will, like, wash my face, and then I'll put coconut oil back on as, like, a nighttime moisturizer. hmm And then in the morning, I'll use, like, an exfoliator, like the Aveeno soft scrub or whatever. Yeah. And then I'll put sunscreen on as, like, my moisturizer. Like, a moisturizer that has, like, an SPF. Mm -hmm. And I do that every day, all throughout the year. And some of my friends were like, why do you put coconut oil on your face? It's so weird. Or, like, they'd be like, it's winter. Why are you wearing sunscreen? I'm like, okay, well, I am basically, like, translucent. I'm so pale. So <laughs> I burn in the winter, too. Like, <laughs> Well, especially being here with the reflection off the sun. Like, you oh. can get a bad burn on your face <laughs> if you're not I, careful. I am so sure. I am certain that this is 100% fact that the sun is brighter here than it is in Ohio. Well, it's, it's a hard dry. I think it's, it's I don't know what fact. the climate is there. I don't there, know but. if it's because Ohio's humid, maybe they have more clouds mm-hmm. or what. But I have never seen sun so bright that when I moved to like southern Utah or like Las Vegas or Elko, I'm yeah. like, why is the sun so big? Why is the sun so bright? And like my son's dad is like, because it's the sun? And I'm like... <laughs> It's not that, it's not supposed to be like that. It's not supposed to hurt my eyeballs. Like, it's too big. There's something wrong with it. <laughs> and he just, like, looked at me big. like, I'm like, he's like, you're fucking psycho. And <laughs> Well, so I noticed a difference in the climate just because Southern California, there was more moisture. I didn't use lotion, lotion that much. But then when we moved here, my skin got super dry. Oh, and when we moved here, I wasn't on my health journey yet. And so I was just using whatever. I think it was just Jergens. But this was, this was at the begin after two years, I think, after a year and a half, this was the beginning of me changing. And so I finished my bottle of Jergens and then I gave myself that grace. So it's not like I want to say or advocate at all to like go throw everything out that causes, <laughs> that has toxins and chemicals that can cause this and that. And so it's really just about realizing what you have, that you need to make a switch, finishing it, what you do have, and then go buy something more conscious. Are you a coffee lover just like me? Sipping my morning java is the only way I can keep up with my toddler and busy lifestyle. 
That's why I love Coffee Over Cardio. Coffee Over Cardio is a premium coffee company started by female entrepreneur Abby Scott. Whether you love a good flavored blend or a strong roast, Coffee Over Cardio is ideal for any jitterbug. They are also carb-free, keto-friendly, sugar-free, and gluten-free. So pretty much that means they're completely guilt-free. Try Coffee Over Cardio's most popular flavors today, French Toast and New Doctor's Orders Vanilla Hazelnut. Yum! <laughs> Make sure to use code 10 Don to save at checkout. Once again, that's 10 Don at coffeeovercardio.com. Oh, yeah. And so- I recently partnered up with Grove Collaborative, mm-hmm. and... That's, like, one of the things that I read in, like, their welcoming blog post. Oh, yeah. Was, like, so many people get so overwhelmed about this whole, like, natural living. And they think, like, okay, well, I I have all... Because if you are curious about it and you go to read about it, you know, there's so many articles out there and they, like, list, like, all the toxic crap in your house. And you're yeah. like, oh, my God, I have laundry detergent. I know. I have Windex. Like, yeah. I'm going to die because I'm using... Like, soft soap. Like, <laughs> and then they, they get in this state of panic. Yeah. And then they go to Grove, and they're like, okay, I need this and this and this and this and this. And then they look at their cart, and they're like, it's $600. I can't afford $600 or yeah. whatever the price may be. Yeah. And then they get, like, discouraged. And I was reading this in um, one of these blog posts, and it was like, take, like you, like, take small steps. Mm-hmm. Like... You, you know, you don't have to revamp your entire house and yeah. your whole entire life overnight. Like, and I think there's even, like, this program where you can send in your empty, um, like, plastic, like, detergent, dish soap mm-hmm. bottles. Um, because even though if you recycle the plastic, there's still the chemicals from the products that seep into the plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to recycle. Obviously, I'm not telling anybody to not do that. Like, <laughs> keep doing your thing. But um, I, I don't know what, but like, there's some place that you can mail your stuff into. And they, I don't know how they do it. But I think they like do it in a special way to where Sanitize it like them sanitizes and like cleans yeah clean like neutralizes stuff because even if it's like recycled and say it goes into something else and then like that thing is thrown away yeah like my son has all of these like um these toys i picked up at target and they're all made from like water bottles and i was like okay well if he doesn't want to play with these anymore and i one day throw them away all those toxins that were in the the cleaner or the water bottle or whatever it's made out of they're still in these toys you know just because they're recycled and they're made out of eco-friendly materials like what was what were they before yeah and it's all marketing and he loves them so I'm happy I was like I felt a little bit good about myself well like yeah there's always a rabbit hole to go down which is why you need to focus on like what's the the one purchase let's say in your pantry that you buy Every single time you go shopping. Grab crackers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then look at the ingredients. And if you know that it is not conducive to like, if it does, if it has more than 10 ingredients, that's always a good rule of thumb too. And if, obviously, if you can't understand most of them, <laughs> but there are certain ingredients that you can read that are really bad. And so I actually created because 
I know it can be really overwhelming. I focused on five ingredients that you should remove from your kitchen right now to like keep disease away basically. By reducing, by ditching these ingredients, you will help yourself prevent disease down the road. And so I actually have it as a PDF on my in my bio on Instagram. Oh, nice. So if any of you want to go to it, um, baby steps for big results. And yeah, ditch disease in your kitchen, starting with these five ingredients. But it's stuff you can read and you just don't ever get told like what it's related to, the health harming effects. And so I included those two columns, but I also went to the grocery store and to another store myself and picked up items that appear healthy, looked up the ingredients and wrote down a, and examples of what products they're actually in. So you can have an idea of that. So graham crackers, for example, probably have one of those five in it. So then just start there. You oh, buy man. graham crackers every single time. Go to the store every and look time. up something else. Like, don't just habitually get the same thing because... And boxed macaroni and cheese. Yeah. So, just if you want to do both and tackle both, that's fine. <laughs> but, like, we're not in the business of overwhelming. I don't want to do that because it can be. Especially if you're shopping with your boy. No. Oh. Grocery shopping with kids is not always fun. And <laughs> so, you're like, I'm just going to get this and this and this. So, whatever you buy the most of... I would say start with that one item and then go on to focus on to something else. And I want to tell you that there's an app. So if you are in the grocery store, it's called Think Thir- Think Dirty. I know. Sounds fun, oh, right? Oh, fun. But it's by, and there's healthy living for like beauty products and stuff. But Think Dirty is by EWG, which is Environmental Working Group. And they actually take products, food and beauty, and they will rate them according to their toxicity. Oh, nice. And so they have a scan barcode thing. So if you're in the store, you can, like, scan it with your phone. And it'll bring up if they've rated it yet or not. Because it's not like they've done every single product out there yet. Oh, so they're not superheroes. And they don't have, like, unlimited (laughs) amount of time. No, no, not yet. (laughs) They're getting there. The app isn't that... I don't know how old it is. But the website, you can always go and access, too. But for convenience... This could be helpful in the grocery store just to, like, if you scanned your regular purchase of graham crackers to see if it's in there and what the rating is. So the lower the score, the better. The higher you get is more moderate of a health concern. And then it gets into, like, this is a hazard. (laughs) Danger zone. Yeah. (laughs) Me, me. They should make the app do that noise. Like you scan something. <laughs> and everybody's and like, looking at you like, and what's going on? It is probably, so I get graham crackers and the American cheese slices every mm-hmm. single time because those are Milo's. Like, so you keep adding, you're like graham crackers. And then it was like graham crackers and whatever the fuck Boxed macaroni yeah. and cheese. <laughs> and so cheese. those are like, that's Milo's. So there's four things that he eats every single day. Yeah. The macaroni and cheese, the graham crackers. The American cheese slices, which I don't even want to know your opinion like on that. Like craft? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then, like, I'm basically just killing him. I, I feel it. And you're, and you're like, oh my God, this kid's going to die. <laughs> no. And then, uh, what was the, uh, what was, oh, and, um, like, the cereal bars. Like, the soft cereal bars with, like, oh, the yeah, jam like, in the middle. Like, oh, the Nutri-Grain yeah, yeah, yeah. cereal bars. I knew what you are saying. That's what he eats like literally every single day 
Well, and it comes down to like salt and sugar. Like cheese has a ton of salt, but it's the really? aluminum-based salt, so it's mm. like metal. That doesn't sound good. No, but <laughs> our bodies start to, I mean, it can't do anything with that, honestly, and so our that will manifest like years down the road into health issues because our bodies, unless it's detoxing those metals out, it's hosting them, and it can't do anything with them, and so then it starts wreaking havoc. Oh, no. But... Cheese is a huge issue for a lot of people, so it's not. Well, I'm not passing any judgment, honestly. This this is our culture, which is super sucky. This can be my confession because Milo ate an entire pack of American cheese slices in like a day and a half last week, and then he didn't poop for like (laughs) for like a week, and I had to douse him up with laxatives yeah and oh my god it was a disaster but he's like more cheese more cheese and I used to eat that growing up oh yeah I think everybody I mean four years has changed a lot for me but so I do not ever want to pass any judgment because like I've done the before (laughs) I've been there I get it and the after is kind of hard it puts in you have to put in a lot of effort they should make that app like when you get like a like a bad item or a dangerous item yeah it should be like Make like a a trigger warning, like uh, uh, uh. have a red light flash in your face. Yes, <laughs> because oh. it would that would definitely deter people. Uh, yeah, no, I uh, I understand that it's a struggle because the way our food is created, it's from a lab, and so our bodies get it, and then it wants more of it, and it's designed to be that way, and so it makes sense that kids like throw tantrums over certain types of foods. Oh, because yeah. he is out of control. They're literally like addicted, like conditioned, yeah, to their body wants more of it, and so that's why, like, taking that first step and trying the taking the vitamins and probiotics, my body did go through this like detoxing because our bodies naturally detox, right? But when I had said like you get too many toxins, it can't detox it, so then it wants more of it because it's its new normal. Your body is a really amazing pharmacy, and it will assimilate to what kind of environment you give it. So if you give it bad, it wants more of it. But when you go through, like, helping the detox process, you start to realize, like, oh, I'm feeling lighter. I'm feeling, you feel more free. Like, I felt more in control. Oh, yeah. And so I was able to actually take more conscious and intentional steps. And so I understand, too, like, now as a mom, it's not the easiest because my first child got the fast food she got whatever she wanted because I I didn't know and I always assumed that if I needed to change how I was eating my doctor would let me know (laughs) yeah realizing now like they don't get that in school they get they get taught strictly on medicine and that's their avenue or their if you will their zone of genius like that's what they go to school for is to learn about medicine and the conventional way they don't go to school to learn about the body and how it really thrives on certain minerals and nutrients and vitamins and phytonutrients and all that kind of stuff. And That's so, so weird. Yeah. It's, so I think it's interesting because I was able to step back and realize, like, I put my doctor on this pedestal thinking they knew every single thing when really the reality is they go to school to learn about a channel of a way of, like, helping the body so you might not have diabetes now but when you get it (laughs) they know exactly what medicine to prescribe you yeah man see that's another thing is like they will say what are you dealing with so they'll 
they'll look at the symptoms and say, okay, let's work on the symptoms versus working backwards and getting inside. Whereas that's what a naturopath does. It's like, okay, let's get back to the root and where is this stemming from because this is just a sign and a symptom, kind of like a cold. Like you get a sniffly nose or you start sneezing or you get the, a fever, like your, your immune system's weakened and your body couldn't take care of you, so now you got sick. And so instead of looking back at, okay, what is my body lacking that my immune system got so weak and now I am in this very vulnerable space, instead of looking at it in that regard, it's just like, oh, you're sick? Okay, let's give you this. <laughs> Whereas that now sounds... that natural side is like, okay, where did it come from? Let's go back a few steps and that realize. That sounds so dumb when you like, lay it all out there <laughs> it is very simple though right right like, health is so simple but we've just overcomplicated it and it really just boils down to like the toxins being at a certain level that it weakens the immune system so then disease illness cancer a cold like that is the sim that's the symptom that results from a weakened immune system being overloaded by toxins which is causing an imbalance in the good and the bad bacteria and causing then causing inflammation and so it's just funny because it's just a series of events yeah like a now because I do not fear cancer and because my mom got cancer which is what led me to this pivot and she didn't want to do absolutely anything and so I was like okay well what about natural stuff and of course I that was not in my vocabulary so I believe that was like a divine idea. And I started realizing I'm not taking care of myself. And so cancer is not something I fear now because it's not a death sentence. It's oh, literally, I super fear it. It's literally a sign. Like if it's something you get, it's like a, you could take it as like a slap across your face or a tap on your shoulder. Like your body's telling you, hey, what's happening? What you're doing is not working for us anymore. Like help us out here. It's like crying for help because it's deficient and it's lacking and it's becoming weak and vulnerable. And it's just like with a cold. So, I mean, that's why colds are so common in the winter too, because we're not as active. We're not out in the sun as much. We're not watching what we're eating as much. And so there's an increase well, in sugars and- The holidays. Yeah. You're getting so cookies and- You get more vulnerable. It weakens your immune system. And so it's, it's just natural consequences taking it's course of action, really. See, I'm super afraid of cancer because in my family, it goes every other generation of women. Mm. And it is, like, my turn. I am, mm. like, up there. Like, I'm, like, okay. Like, I'm next in line. Like, yeah. it's time to use the restroom <laughs> at a football game. Like, my turn. Um, So, it's, like, something that's always in the back of my head. And... Yeah. Lately, in the past couple years, um, they say it's after I had my son, because I do have like a hormonal um, issue of PCOS. Mm. So after I had my son and I was breastfeeding, I started getting these like, I, I think it's malignant or yeah whatever, um, like lumps in my breast. And I'm like, oh man. I'm like, okay, here it is. Like I always go to the doctor and I'm like, okay, I'm... This is it. I'm going to die. Like worst case scenario. <laughs> yeah, like earlier. I Googled it, and this is what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Write me a death certificate so I can get my insurance. And <laughs> I can get my stuff together before I go. <laughs> like, the, like, I have to literally be, like, convinced that 
this is the end of the road for me to go to the doctor. Yeah. And it's so funny because I walk in there and they look at you like, oh my God, this person's dying. And I'm like, (laughs) but like they're confused because I'm like, okay, well, here's my, here's my ID. Here's my insurance card. And they're like, oh yeah, what are you here for? And I'm like, I'm dying. (laughs) (laughs) This is what's happening. Death. Can't you see it? (laughs) On my face. this is like my personality like this is how I would talk to them yeah like okay they're like what are you here for today like what's the emergency because it's always at an ER yeah and I'm like well I'm dying so let's uh, speed this process up (laughs) and they're like oh uh okay (laughs) and I went in and I had like these ultrasounds done and I've had biopsies and they always come back um like they're just I guess like hormones can cause things to happen and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're never cancerous, but I'm like, oh man, I'm like, it's like Russian roulette every time I go in there because like it's like if I look at my family history and I look at the crap that I eat. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm like, man, just say no one time, like, one time a week. Say no to something you normally get. Start with baby steps because if you don't. If you know you want to live, honestly, and that's a legit question because not everybody wants to live who gets cancer. My mom was one of them. Like, she chose heaven. And so... She didn't do, like, any medicine. I See, I don't no. think I would do, um, like, any of the chemo or anything. Mm-hmm. If I got breast cancer, I would just, like, chop them off and get, like, Pamela Anderson boobs. Well, so... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't doctor, think they'd be that big. No, but. <laughs> no, no. Her doctor did tell her, like, if you don't do anything, your breast will explode. Explode? And so, because the tumor was growing, oh. and um, she started looking online, some of the pictures, and she was like, I don't want that to happen. So, she kind of reluctantly decided to get a double mastectomy. And then immediately after surgery, later in that room, the doctor brought up chemo and radiation. And so she had to continually, in the nine months she was alive from diagnosis to passing, they still would bring up chemo and radiation. And this is one thing that really, it really disheartens me because the patient is the one who needs to have that medical freedom in deciding how they want to go about their disease or whatever it is they're di- diagnosed with and yeah. what they're going through. But we continually get this, this end of life fear approach from medical professionals. Like, what if you don't do it, then this is how long you're going to live. And if you don't do it, like it's so aggressive, you need to do this. And like getting first diagnosed, okay, we got to get you into surgery. And then, then we're going to start you on radiation. Then you're going to do so many rounds of chemo and it's always the same thing and so it's really helped me be aware of just being more of an advocate and helping others be more of an advocate for what you really want. Because it's, I mean, in my mom's case, I felt like it wasn't really being respected because yeah. she was saying what yeah. she wanted. But every single visit, they would still come back with, okay, are you ready to do chemo or radiation? And it's like, no. If she <laughs> changed her mind, she would tell you. Right. And so even the last two weeks of her life, she was starting to, like, tumors started to go into her brain, so her eyesight was getting more blurry, and um, <clears throat> even then, they still were saying, asking her if she wanted to do radiation, and I didn't know this, but my dad recently told me that she agreed, okay, when I get back to California, I'll set an appointment, 
But it was almost like, would you just get off her back? Right. Like, let her do this how she wants to. See, I watched my grandma go through the chemo and the radiation and the surgery and my grandma and all did that too. stuff. Yeah. And it was so hard on her. Mm-hmm. It was like I think the experience <clears throat> of that was like worse than her actually even having the cancer. Like it oh my gosh, like it was just like she was weak and she'd be sick for like weeks and weeks on end. Like mm-hmm. she couldn't get up and do anything. And it was like She would go through this whole process where they're literally just, like, filling her up with these chemicals and whatever it is. Like, it's... Well, isn't it... It's kind of ironic, right? When you kind of stand back and look at a chemo floor and the people getting the injection of the chemo, but then the people around the room or the nurses administering things, like, they're wearing masks. Because it's dangerous. Yeah. And I remember when I was pregnant, I could only stay a certain distance from a friend who was getting chemo because it was literally, it starts coming out of like your pores at some point when you get so much of it. And so if that's the case, if it's dangerous for us on the outside, how are we justifying it's okay for somebody to get it so intrusively? Okay, wine moms, it is 2020, first of all. That's crazy to me. I'm getting old. But it is now the time for all of us to live our best basic bitch life. And that means resolutions. It's a new year, new me. Time to live my best life. I'm going to get fit. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to just do all the things that everyone tells themselves that they're going to do at the beginning of every year. One of the things that really keeps me motivated getting into the gym is looking cute in my activewear, having activewear that fits perfectly, that I don't have to pull up or adjust down or constantly just fuss with. I also am not a dog, so I don't reward myself with food. I don't really like to do cheat days. I think everything is good in moderation. But what I do like to reward myself with when I reach a fitness goal or a health goal or if I have a really good week or month of eating is with new activewear because I know I'm going to use it because I have been on track. And health and fitness is always the snowball effect. The more you do it, the more you want to do it. But... Where do I get my activewear? You really might be thinking this. And if you're not, well, maybe you should. I exclusively get Zaya Active. Zaya Active is a U.S.-based, woman-owned company who designs the most fashionable and premium activewear on the market. They are really making waves in the health and fitness world right now. So if you want to try Zaya Active for yourself, go visit myzaya.com backslash Amadon. And come to find out, it's derivatives of mustard gas used in past wars. And so it's literally poison. And so poisoning your way back to health, I know, is hard to kind of wrap your mind around. But I'm not saying like people shouldn't do chemo because it's all 
I know that there are low dose chemo treatments that do help people. Um, but I want to just bring awareness around the fact that there are other ways and you should explore those ways and then decide. Yeah. Because honestly, there's not just a one size fits all, which is what I feel like here in America, we're made to think that it's just like we can only, if we get a diagnosis like that, then this is what we have to do. Right. When really, that's not all you have to do because this is your journey. Like my mom decided on her own, even though she would still get the questions on like, have you changed your mind yet? Have you changed your mind yet? <laughs> Jeez. It's it like is a very much like your journey. So, and cancer takes years to develop in the body. It's like seven to 15 years before it gets detected. Because we always, and this is something, I don't know if you know this, but I didn't know this until I started learning. Like we have those abnormal cells, those cancer cells in our body floating around all the time, but our immune systems are able to take care of them and detox them. And so our body does a natural detoxing constantly of these abnormal cells in our body. But over time, if our body can't keep up, that's when we detect something like cancer. Mm. So See, I kind of knew a little bit because with me having PCOS, mm-hmm. that's basically what it is, is it's a not, like, it's, they're pretty much like cysts and they're just like a group of abnormal cells mm-hmm. until they explode and it's super painful and annoying and then you move on and then it happens again and mm-hmm. it's just like the cycle yeah of having um this I don't know if you'd call it like an illness or a disease or whatever but um you know like that's kind of like the rotation and when I was diagnosed with it they explained it to me they're like oh they're you know this is what happens and I'm like wait but isn't that cancer and they're like well it can be mm-hmm. if it develops into that. So it was like super weird because I was young. I was 20 mm-hmm. when I was diagnosed with that. Okay. Um, I had problems like all through, like since puberty pretty much, like all through high school, stuff like that. But I was diagnosed officially when I was 20. Yeah. And they kind of like said that and I got home and I was like researching it. And, but, like, I didn't know it was, like, all over the body for everyone. Hmm. I thought it was, like, oh, well, you know, like, I'm broken, so this is what happens. <laughs> but, like, that's so weird that that's, like, everyone already has. Well, yeah, nobody has a perfect body. And, have, like, we have to have that ratio of good and bad. So it's, like, more good for sure than bad. But when that imbalance happens, then it manifests in a variety of ways. So it could be PCOS, it could be cancer, it could be autoimmune, it could be, I mean, there's a whole plethora of stuff that it could result into, but it's, it's very... My psoriasis. Oh, yeah. That is a thing too. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I've become so passionate about just understanding where people are and starting there. Just focus on one thing because... All of these baby steps are going to turn into large leaps down the road. It is so amazing for me to see where I started and where I am and just how I feel and just continuing to learn along the process because that I think is huge is you're not going to grow unless you continually be, unless you're continually open to growing 
And then growth isn't actually going to take place until you take action. <laughs> so knowledge is powerful, but it's only powerful if you pair it up with action. You need to have like a step-by-step -step guide <laughs> that you can just like. But okay, everybody starts at so a different place. So that's Go why. onto her website, coming soon, buy her step-by-step -step guide. It's going to be $97. <laughs> And live your best life. Like, <laughs> your best life by Baby Steps with Maya. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to turn into the lady gang for a second. <laughs> when we come back from this commercial break, Maya's going to change your life. <laughs> yeah. Or fix your life or whatever they say. There's so many tangents I could go off onto, but the whole thing I want to just convey is that it's okay to start where you are and just do one thing at a time. Like, don't overwhelm yourself because there is a lot to be overwhelmed by and know that you can prevent disease. Like, you can change your future by changing your today. Yeah. So. I feel like I went through this whole phase and Milo's dad can definitely vouch for this because yeah. he's like, oh my God. But I went through this whole phase where, like, everything, like, at the end of my pregnancy, um... Like, everything was, like, organic. I made Milo's baby food at home. Mm -hmm. He had, like, we did, like, the Honest Company for, like, his diapers and stuff. Because yeah. it was very convenient that everything, I could just get it and it would Shipped. be, like, right at my yeah. door. Um, but I was, like, almost, like, neurotic about it. Like, I was, like, obsessed. And I think a lot of it, my, like, obsession with it started with, like, my anxiety because mm -hmm. I had anxiety before and then having my son and going through all the postpartum hormones it like amplified it and I was like oh my god he's gonna die if he eats Gruber <laughs> and yeah. I and like it sucked because no matter what brand of organic baby food I got him whether I made it at I made it at home mm -hmm. he wouldn't eat like a bite of it I mm -hmm. was like force feeding him this food and was he ready to start eating because oh, i tried yeah. feeding my in my second at six months because that's sort of like the marker to start feeding solids and she was not interested he started at like eight months yeah okay. he was a little late so nine months is when she finally decided like i want all the food <laughs> but it was so crazy because i took him down to bryce to visit his grandparents and i didn't pack him any baby food. Yeah. I was like, oh no. And then, so I went into this like general store for mm -hmm. tourists in a town called Tropic, which is like the least tropical place I think I've ever been in my life. You're like, this is a lie. This is a lie. <laughs> um, and all they had were like, I think four or five different varieties of like the Gerber. Uh-huh. Milo is a hundred percent a fast food junkie. He is a Gerber baby through and through. He would scarf these like Gerber things down. Mm. And I was like, okay, well, we got back home. And Anelka was like, okay, well, I'm either going to order them off Amazon because I can get them in bulk. Or I'm just going to get like the Gerber organic. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, because if you're not going to do the homemade like, the yeah. homemade or the beech nut or whatever like at least you can do like the gerber organic mm -hmm. like i don't know if it's really a difference outside of like the picture on the packaging or not but i was like i'm gonna try it yeah yeah and nope he instantly tasted a difference so he was like all gerber you gotta detox him through and through <laughs> 
I think we're both just going to go to, like, a McDonald's rehab center. Um, maybe we'll go to, like, one of those, like, meditation yoga retreats where, like, you sit in, like, a, a sauna yurt. Yeah. And, you know, you don't wear clothes for three days because <laughs> he's already halfway there. Like, he comes but home. See, and, like, the first thing he does is he takes his pants off. Yeah. Not not his shoes, of course. No. You don't want to take your shoes off <laughs> his first. His pants around his ankles. His pants are around of his, of his ankles, and he kicks his shoes off, and then he runs away. And I'm like, okay, well, my baby doesn't have any pants on now. That is so funny. <laughs> Walks in the door first thing, before he even touches the carpet. Yeah. Well, and so I kind of want to backtrack a little bit, because I know I said, like, oh, he need to detox him, but really it's a matter of just kind of doing because we live in a society where it's all or nothing like we live in this microwave society where we all want something now and so we want we have weight loss goals we want to lose our 10 pounds in like 10 days and that's not reasonable and so it's I mean I mean actually that's you want to lose a pound a day if you're losing weight but I'm just saying like (laughs) you want it in one day and that's not feasible (laughs) okay so that's better so, it's my money, and I want it now. But, yeah, it's kind of like I, anything we want, we feel like it needs to happen quickly. Otherwise, that um, high we get off of getting that thing or reaching that goal, it fades away. And so it's really it's hard because we are overstimulated, we're overworked, we're undernourished, and it makes it really hard for us to slow down and enjoy the process and trust the process and really take things step by step. And so, yeah, if you guys like that, I used to love that too, but over the last four years I've taken baby steps and I've given myself grace to allow a treat here or there or food that I used to eat that I no longer eat because, I mean, this this country does not have a ton that is promoting plant-based eating although it's starting to become more of that which is really nice but yeah we have wendy's mcdonald's taco bell i mean all that stuff is like around the corner especially here yeah like when i first moved here i remember being in ohio and there was i would have to drive to the next town to get a mcdonald's Mm -hmm. i would have to drive to the next town after that if i wanted like a burger king Mm -hmm. But here, in, like, my radius, my bubble, which is, like, five miles around my house, yep. like, this is my land, okay, there's, like, three or four there's McDonald's, boatload of Wendy's, <laughs> yeah. multiple taco places. And it makes it so easy. And they're everywhere. Yeah. Every, like, there's so many. There's an entire store dedicated to giant cookies. Yeah. Giant, right? giant I know. cookies. That's where we are, and That's so all I realized. That's all they sell, are <laughs> giant cookies. I'm here to help, and I realize what you're struggling with, too. Like, they don't make it easy, so I'm here to make it easy. Well, there's not a, easy, but there, simple. There's also, I've noticed that there's two different businesses here that um, Swig and Fizz, mm-hmm. they sell these giant carbonated beverages, and it's like multiple different syrups with different sodas, and it's then it's the Starbucks, but for soda. Like yeah. you can get all different kinds, and they're more common than Starbucks here too. I've noticed. Oh yeah, yeah. But then they pair it with a cookie. Oh yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, like have some sugar and some more sugar. I did okay, a, be on your way. <laughs> I did a I did a, a a partnership with Swig, 
Oh, yeah. And I took Milo, and I asked them for a small cookie, because it was supposed to be a cookie and a soda. Okay. So I was like, give me the smallest soda you have, and, like, a small cookie. Mm -hmm. You can even cut it in half, like, because I'm not eating it, it's just, I was going to take a picture of Milo for Instagram. Yeah. And, um... They give me this soda, which is, like, two of these. That's a so small. So, 64? Like. That's, like, like or 32, maybe? It was huge. Yeah. And they gave me this cookie, and it had, like, the, the cookie was, like, half an inch, and then it was also a half an inch of this, like, pink icing. Pressing. yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, he is going to bounce off the walls. Yeah. And I think those cookies in particular, because I used to work at a daycare here, and we would serve those cookies to the kids every Friday. And they were massive, too. It wasn't small, and it had the layer of the pink frosting. Um, I looked at them recently because I saw them in a store, and I was like, oh, my God! Like, I was shocked at the ingredients, because at that point, I wasn't looking at the ingredients when I worked there, giving it to them. But now when I looked at it, because that's, that's another huge thing is like stop looking at the label of stuff or the front actually read what's in it yeah and so I've gotten more familiar with stuff but those are they're just junk (laughs) it is so bad and I think you're right too it it makes everything so much clearer because when I was in Elko and I had all of the time in the world and Milo and I had this perfect routine where I would we'd wake up we'd have breakfast together And, like, I would go to the gym, and I was going to the gym, like, five, six days a week. And I did this thing from, um, I don't know if you've heard of her. You might like her. She's a YouTuber. But her name's Fully Raw Christina. Oh, yeah, yeah. I follow her. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. She has a really cool Instagram. Yeah. But, um... I have her app too. Oh, really? Do you have it? No, I fo- she puts I just recipes follow on there. You have it's her and her, but her and her. I think they're married now. Her and her husband. They Did have, like, they get married? I didn't think they were maybe engaged yet. A, oh, we're like talking about people I don't, we don't even know. <laughs> Isn't the internet like, I think, weird? I think they got married already, right? <laughs> but no, her it's such weird times we live in. Her and her partner, <laughs> yeah, whatever Boyfriend. status he yeah. holds, um, they do these like really like they are like intense. Their lifestyles like. Intense, and they live in like I don't know. I would love to go to her retreat. Yes, in Bali. But I did her thing. Um, she has this Whole Foods for thirty days. Mm. Um, and it's like Like a challenge. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, um raw food, Mm -hmm. and you do it for thirty days. And I did it when I was living in Elko. Um, and it's like man, like I was at a lower weight than I was before I had Milo, Mm -hmm. I was starting to see, like, definition. Like, I've never had, like, I've always been, like, what I call, like, skinny fat. I've never been, like, muscular. Yeah. But, and that's not at all what I was going, I don't lift weights. But, um, I was starting to, like, lean out, and, like, my body was looking different than it has ever had before. And then I did her thing, and at the end of it, I was, like... I don't know. Like, I just felt so much different. Mm-hmm. And I had I had more energy, which I thought was crazy because I was eating less calories, I think. I don't know. It's like when I was counting macros before, I would scan, like, the barcode of, like, a bag of chips. And I'm like, okay, well, I can have, like, half of a bag of chips. And it's like... But, well, and what it really comes down to is the nutrients. Yeah, so but with the, the food, raw food, yeah. like, 
there's no barcode. I couldn't scan anything. Yeah. So I was like trying to calculate as much as I could, but I'm like, I don't know. Um, but it was, it was crazy. And it's so crazy because then I was probably the healthiest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Like mentally, emotionally, physically, all of this stuff. And then I moved here. I went back to work. Um, just a bunch of things happened in life that kind of derailed that routine that we had. Yeah. Um, I have less time. And, like, that's one of the things that I was actually just talking about with um, Bernadette was one of the things, like, especially, like, with working moms, like, one of the first things to go is, like, self-care. Like, Mm -hmm. you'll put all of this energy into your kids and you'll put all of this energy, especially me because I'm a single mom, cleaning my house, making all of the meals, like, doing all the things, going and making, you know, money and, you know, doing all these things. And at the end of the day or at the end of the week, I'm like, I don't have time. And if I do have time, I'm exhausted. Yeah. And it's kind of like this catch-22. It's like, I'm too tired to go to the gym and it's sometimes it's easier to go through a drive through than it is to come home and make some like I don't know zucchini parmesan or whatever I could make but then it's like but back then when I was going to the gym almost every day when I was eating healthy I had more energy so it's yeah. like I think I just need to like bite the bullet and just try to find some kind of routine maybe just start with a smoothie and incorporate a smoothie a day because then you're getting in the nutrients your body can use for you because then that's where it turns into energy versus being stored as fat, which is where you would get that sort of intake from like fast food. It would, that's, that's why I was fluffier for sure eating that way. <laughs> <laughs> like the nutrients, quote, air quotes, that you get from fast food, you can't use and break down for anything other than just storing it as fat and then the toxins that are in it as well they concentrate in fat and so it's a double whammy so sad and so yeah my mom pouches fat (laughs) and it's like so just start with this even if it's a smoothie once a week like just start with getting yourself back into that muscle memory just once a week and then doing it twice a week and then just go from there because honestly that will help keep you fuller longer. It's not that, it takes five minutes, like from getting all the stuff out, putting it in, blending it up, rinsing out the, cause I don't wash my blender every single time. I use it every day, one to two times a day. So I just rinse it out. Um, that might gross some of you out. I don't know. But Well, I actually heard that if it's pl- like, uh, since there's no meat or anything, that you can just rinse it out and it's fine. Yeah. I'll it use doesn't... it to make like soups and sauces and Do my, you have the magic my bullet? My uh, Vitamix. Oh. Yeah. I have a big one. That's intimidating. It's like, is it 60 something or more than that? I don't remember. Oh, it I was used... a Christmas present though because it's an to... investment. It is. Yeah. I used to be addicted to infomercials. Oh, yeah. And I... Get addicted to smoothies. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I called in. um, And I had the magic bullet for a while. But, of course, when I was on the phone, they're like, oh, you can get two magic bullets (laughs) for only an additional $19.95 or whatever it is. And I'm like, Christmas present. Okay, fine. Like, I'll get two magic bullets. And I had one that I would use because they come with, like, these different, like, canisters or Uh whatever and then they come with like these colored lids 
So I would have one that I kept in like my bar area that I would pull out when I was like making margaritas or something. Oh yeah, blended margaritas. Because then I had all these extra cups, you know? <laughs> and then um, I had one in my kitchen and I would use it for like smoothies or um, I've always made like, one of the things that I really like to make is salsa. So I always make salsa because, like, I feel like I've tried every salsa that's on the shelf at the store. Yeah. And none of them taste like the salsa you get at, a me- at like, a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Like, that's the good stuff. Like, I love, like, restaurant salsa. Except for the restaurants here. Well, yeah. More Which are very like, dumbed down compared to, like, Southern California. And when we went to a Mex- Mexican restaurant, the lot of people were waiting outside, a line out the door all the time. We went, and it was the worst experience I had had eating at a, quote-unquote, Mexican restaurant in Utah. I was like, what is this? I feel like everything is just bad in Utah. Like, I have not found good Chinese food. Oh, yeah, and we're not, like, huge. I'm, obviously, my mom's side of the family is Mexican, and so, like, my grandma came from Mexico, and there's no border or anything. So, like, that's held a special place in my heart. But Chinese is kind of like, I've not explored too many Chinese restaurants. No, to yeah. To know if one's, yeah. There's none. Yeah. They're all garbage. Um, but, yeah, I've noticed a huge difference from the Mexican food here than compared to the Mexican food in, like, Vegas. Yeah. Oh, man. I was a regular at the Charleston and Jones Street taco cart I would go there every single day because I lived on Jones Street and I would take it to Charleston and I would take Charleston all the way down to the strip and yeah they started carrying because I guess when you go to a taco cart you get a soda but like they don't ever tell you that there's just a cooler in front of the taco cart and I'm like why is this cooler always here it's so weird but I thought it was like so they could sit yeah when they like didn't have customers so I'm just like, there's all these, <laughs> this cooler. This pseudo chair. Well, yeah, I was like, well, they must have, you know, things that they have to bring into their taco cart. So I'm like, uh, they must just unload it every morning and oh, then funny. put it outside to like sit on it. And I would always go there and I would get two tacos on my way to work. Because mm-hmm. when I lived in Vegas, I think I had like 16 days off the entire time I lived there. Mm-hmm. I worked every single day. Eesh. And so I never cooked. Yeah. And um, they were like, oh, you never get a drink. What's your drink? And I was like, oh, do you have a fruit punch? And they're like, oh, no, we don't have fruit punch. We have we have Sprite. And I'm like, okay, because that's anything relative to fruit punch. (laughs) I know. Like, (laughs) like, we have Sprite. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, like, I'm okay. Like, I'll just drink my water. Because in Vegas, I always carried, um, I had, like, a backpack, and I always carried a bottle of water. Yeah. And... So, I, like, didn't get my fruit punch, and then I would go back, like, the next day, and they'd be like, oh, okay, well, don't forget your drink. You always forget your drink. Oh. And I was like, oh, do you have, did you, do you have, what do you have? Like, they're like, I was like, do you have fruit punch? And they're like, no, we don't have fruit punch. And I was like, okay, well, no, I'm fine. I'll just drink my water. And the... Like, the third time after that, because I'd been going to this taco cart every single day. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh. And the lady's like, now, 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 don't forget your drink. And I'm like, well, you don't have my drink. And I opened it up, and they had, like, the Tahitian the Tahitian treat, like the Hawaiian fruit punch. Oh. And 
the like her son it was like this older woman and this like younger guy so i'm assuming it was like her son yeah looked out the window and he's like yeah we got it for you we got it for you and i was like yes listening to the customer well done but i don't drink a lot of soda but rarely ever mostly i only drink soda like if i'm hungover i'll have like a sprite but i haven't been hungover and like a really long time, so I haven't really had yeah. soda that much. Yeah. Um, but that was like my thing. Like the Tahitian treat Hawaiian punch. Oh man. <laughs> like that was like my vice, like way back in the day. Oh, my vice was fast food. Like it, I would <laughs> crave, and my brother's still kind of in that. Like he looks forward to the next day where he's going to get his meal from. Like grew up in a house of just, and coming from a Mexican family too like there is always a an abundance of food so it's like if you went home hungry it was your fault and so I was always the one to eat more than I should have like my eyes were bigger than my stomach (laughs) and my dad's got the sweet tooth but I was always about food so fast food was it and I would get more than I should have and so I I mean yeah I understand that my vice was definitely like Taco Bell Del Taco Probably those two the most, oh and then McDonald's. God. See, in Vegas, yeah, I worked at that, um, I worked at a, what was, oh, Brazilian. It was like a Brazilian restaurant. And that's where, like, my entire group of friends at this Brazilian restaurant, like, that's where all of my friends in Vegas came from was work. Yeah. And we would get together, and we'd go out, and we'd always end up back at one somebody's house. And, um, like, th- the thing... It got me addicted, but to, like, black beans and rice, Mm. and, like, you stir it up in, like, a saute pan, and I'm like, that's... And then throw your salsa on it. And then throw salsa on it, (laughs) and, like, that's what we would eat, like, when we'd go out to a bar or something, and then we'd come back at the end of the night, and we'd be like, oh my god, we're so hungry, do you want... Should we Postmates, or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah. And we're like... And it was like, no, and that was, like, our drunk food. Yeah. It was, like, black beans, rice, and... Then we'd put like salsa and back hot to sauce. that. That's the that's a good quick meal though to just have in your fridge when Is you're it? not hungry. Yeah, <laughs> beans and rice. You oh, get what you need in that. The beans are the protein for you. Have you seen the Game Changers? That's a good one. You should watch that one. No, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna break this up into two parts. Okay. And I think I'm gonna. I've been trying to write blog posts mm. about um, the guests where it has like linked to your info. Okay. Um, maybe a little like recap of episodes or more information that we yeah. didn't get to share. I've been trying to like be more diligent about that. Um, and write up blog posts. So if you guys um, want, you can go to themommywines.com and read the blog posts under special guests. Or tell everybody where they can find you online or social media. So I am on Facebook just as my Metzl, but I really enjoy Instagram. And that's Baby Steps for Big Results. Maya uh, Metzl will probably bring that up too. And then my website is babystepswithmaya.com. And then my name is spelled M-Y-A. So it's my and then A. <laughs> my up. My up. People put Maya or Mia or Myra. And so. <laughs> Where's the R coming I from? I don't know. Starbucks sometimes throws in an R. <laughs> You're just adding letters to your name. that like It's not even like a vowel. It's like total consonants. Yeah. So, yes. That's where you can find me. See, that's one of the things that I hate about 
podcasting is I'm always afraid I'm gonna I did it once and it was humiliating but I completely like I'm so afraid of butchering people's names oh yeah um yeah but okay well that's definitely gonna happen again I'm sure but yeah thanks for being my guest today yeah I had fun I enjoyed it thanks for having me you're welcome everyone go follow Maya new year new wine And of course, I'm talking NakedWines.com. If you haven't tasted the delicious, independently crafted wines from boutique winemakers around the world, can you even call yourself a fellow wine mom? Debatable. But don't worry, I got you, girl. Use code MOMMYWINES50 or click the link in the show notes below to receive your first six bottles delivered right to your door for only $34.99. That's $34.99 for six bottles of wine delivered to your door with code MOMMYWINES50. You're welcome. Are you a fan of the Mommy Wines podcast? Well, of course you are, or you wouldn't be hearing this right now. One of the best ways to support the show you love, besides obviously tuning in every Wine Wednesday for new episodes, is shopping the Mommy Wines merch store on teespring.com. This is where you'll find all of the Mommy Wines branded goodness, mugs to hold your coffee over cardio morning java, iPhone and Samsung cases, premium ultra soft hoodies perfect for upcoming cooler months, and of course flowy teas and tanks flattering on every mommy out there. Go shop the Mommy Wines storefront on teespring.com and make sure to use code WINEMOM for free shipping. Today's episode of the Mommy Wines podcast was brought to you by NakedWines.com, Zaya Active, and Coffee Over Cardio. Do you love the show? Show your support by shopping the Mommy Wines podcast merch store at teespring.com or by becoming a monthly supporter of the show by clicking the support button at anchor.fm backslash mommywines or you can use the support link in the show notes below. Have you been wanting to start your own podcast? Join the MW Podcast Network. All info on the MW Network, merch, partnerships, coupon codes, episodes, blog posts, and so much more can be found at themommywines.com. As always, thank you for listening, and until next week, wine moms, parent and drink responsibly.